Hey, bud, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess I'm on speakerphone. Yeah, well, I got you in my earbuds. Oh, well, I was meaning on my end, um, because I don't, for just, uh, if you would, kind of uh, oblige me for a second. Okay. Can Can you hear me good right now? Yeah. Is there any problem with my okay, the reason I was asking is I put you in my I put my phone in my shirt pocket just because I'm gonna have to be I can sit in the pickup and do some of it, but then I'm gonna have to get out and walk around because I'm I'm filling up a water tank to haul water to where my cow's water tank is. So I just wanted to make sure when I got to doing that you could still hear me. Oh, I hear you great. Uh this is the Coulda Green show. We're doing things a little bit different. Normally a sports podcast, but we have Wasey on. He's running for Congress in the district of uh, Midland and San Angelo. Do you know what what district is that? So it's District 11. District in 11. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we can hear you fine, brother. It's Hey, this is not a your typical podcast. We, we just let it flow. Cool. So well, you were talking – Go ahead. I am good with going with the flow. So tell us what you're doing right now. All right. So, well, like literally what I'm doing? Yeah. What are you doing? All right. I'm uh, feeding some cows and I'm currently watering, a, I mean, not watering a tank. I'm filling up a water tank that I keep in my pickup because this, this pasture I have leased borders are kind of a busy road and I don't want people to be throwing stuff at my cattle while they're all if they're like if the water troughs are right by where my water meter is yes sir so i haul water from one corner of the pasture out to the middle so people are less likely to bother them no no doubt i don't go hey gotta keep that it also uh if anyone's listening that drives by this uh pasture please quit throwing beer bottles in my pasture i get tired of picking them up yeah Hey, assholes, <laughs> let's stop doing that because it makes it harder yeah. on the other people that have to clean that shit up. So let's stop doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or at least throw drink cans, man. I can recycle that. Like, I can make money off picking that up. Can't, <laughs> can't make money off beer bottles. No, no, you sure can't. <clears throat> so, um, so, yeah, that is that is literally what I'm doing. And then I'm going to go feed my animals and check on them and then sooner or later go eat supper. Oh, what are you going to do for supper? I'm a, dude, I, have, I am an avid cook. I love cooking. Oh, really? Oh, yes, sir. I, I sure I am. am. I am. I am about as close to a hobo as one could be when it comes <laughs> to cooking. Like I'm like, heat. Heat is optional when it comes to Chef Boyardee and virtually any other canned. Please can. tell me you're not eating that garbage. I know you're a rancher and a rough, rough neck and hard ass, but don't tell me you're eating food out of a can. Well, no, not anymore. I mean, but like when I was rodeoing all the time, perishable food went out the window. It was when I was doing good, I would have saltine cracker knockoff brands, by the way, because I wasn't going to I wasn't going to spoil myself. Knock off saltine Ritz and club crackers and then some Vienna sausages, various various uh, Chef Boyardee things. And I learned how to eat chicken soup cold. Oh my goodness! But but my dog got premium high high. <laughs> hey, I lost you there for a second. Oh yeah, I don't know if you. I got a phone call and that might have interrupted it. I apologize for that. Oh hey, it's okay. Hey, it's hey, it's okay. That's that's what happens when you do things like this. <laughs> when you when you create podcasts on the fly. Hey, it's what ha- it's organic, man. That's what makes the thing natural. It's all good. Yeah. Well, uh, just to, I don't know where I, where we lost each other, but to say the least, I was I was I was living a life, and I was living my dream, but it would have been some folks' nightmare. <laughs> but my dog was well fed. I enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm I took a multivitamin, so I didn't you know get too sickly. Okay. So t- uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, you uh, you're into rodeo. Yeah. So let's talk I, about that a little bit. I rodeoed. I rode bucking horses, bareback and saddle bronc. Okay. Um, 
Somebody asked me. How, how, how does your back feel from doing that? It's got to hurt, um, right? There's, there's a lot of days where I am stiff. One, one time somebody, I think I was doing a radio interview, and somebody said, so how do you get into rodeo? And my answer was a complete lack of regard for physical well-being. That's, that's uh, the first thing. <laughs> that's the best thing you can say. <laughs> um, I, I can sum it up as this. I, I did, and I, I, I think I'm done. I, heck, I don't know. But so. If it's 16- your passion, you're never done. Well, <laughs> gravity gravity works a lot better now than it used to. Or maybe Earth, <laughs> the impacts with Earth take me a little longer to stand up than they used to. Yes, sir. But, uh, so from 16 to, oh, 30-ish, call it. So 14 years, give or take. And I definitely have the aches and pains that go along with it, but in the big scheme of like major injuries, I was, I was pretty fortunate. Um, my dad taught me most of it. And a lot of the stuff he taught me is you, you got to be able to take care of yourself and kind of know when to check out and stuff. And it ended up that, I mean, there's, there's a lot of fellas that rodeoed for short time, shorter times than I did and won't ever be right again, so to speak. So uh, well, that's but, good. But, but definitely, there are there are uh, bumps and bruises, and joints don't operate like they did when I was sixteen. I can tell you right now, you got bigger bigger wavos than I got because I would never step in a, an arena with a, a massive animal bigger than me. No way. Well, wouldn't do it. I <clears throat> somebody asked me the other day about being scared about dying or something, and I. We, when I say we, my my middle brother rodeoed as well. We were always raised, you know, you could, you could die at any time. Whether, well, I'll tell you, did you you played you played baseball, right? Oh, sure, yes. Okay, well, they're not. I'm not going to say one's as dangerous as the other. And played football as well. But. but you could, you could throw out your arm, or heck, I mean, every year there's at least one kid that gets struck by lightning, in a in a perfectly bright blue sky. But you can't let that fear of what could happen stop you from pursuing what makes you happy in life. And well, well absolutely. I mean, if you're going to have that fear, I mean, you're not going to have anything at all. I mean, yeah, I, I and I always joked around and legitimized it by saying I don't, I don't want to get a shark, shark scare me, so I don't go scuba diving. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's just kind of what. I would say that, but I'm, I'm scared to death of the ocean. The ocean can go at themselves. There's a lot of well, stuff I, in that ocean that we don't even know I, about. Uh, I have jumped off, did a back, I've done a backflip off a boat into the Atlantic Ocean, and I've done a front flip off a boat into the Atlantic Ocean, and that was good enough for me. And we never got deep far enough out I couldn't see land. I was like, I... I'm no. going to get real scared if we get to where I can't see land. I mean, Gilligan, Gilligan's Island was supposed to be a three-hour tour, fellas. We could get screwed <laughs> up real quick. Yeah, you're not going to catch my ass doing a backflip in any ocean at all. Yeah. Not going to happen. So, I mean, that just – I. My, my, my dad rodeoed – back to rodeo. My dad rodeoed. My brother rodeoed. And it wasn't like I felt pressured to rodeo or anything like that. It was just woke up one day and I was like, you know, I want to try this. And I enjoyed it. I loved it. I played football and I loved that. But rodeo was so much more. It's about while I love team sports and I think football and baseball are both. I, I really have a massive amount of admiration for like really successful coaches mm-hmm. because you Day in and day out, you have to be able to get, you know, nine or 11 personalities to see one goal and work towards that goal sure. more for their teammate than for themselves. Yeah, it's all, about, uni- it's all about unity. Right. But rodeo is all about just how I did in the moment against this horse. Yeah, it's, you, it's, like it's either you or the horse. Right, to a degree. And, it, and there's such a brotherhood or like when i went off to college 
the heck we the there so there's men's rodeo team and the wor- girls rodeo team we are men and women's rodeo team we'd all travel together all hang out together all live laugh and just hang out and have fun that the it it, it was more of a lifestyle than a I guess an occupation or a sport because it was it, it was part of who you were if that makes sense oh it does yeah absolutely uh, I mean kind of going back to I it, it allowed me to travel if you go north out of Texas and get to North Dakota and head east I've set foot in every state except North Carolina no except South Carolina Mm-hmm. And the only reason I was able to ever do that's because of rodeo. So you see, you seen the country. Correct. Yes, sir. for sure. So, so let's uh, go into as far as you running for Congress. Yes, sir. What uh, what what made you do that? Why would you want to do that? And <clears throat> my personal opinion, kudos to you to trying to tackle that because that. Sorry for my words, but I guess that's big balls to do that. <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean, I don't it is. It is. Well, I mean, you don't. I was just kind of laughing. You don't need to apologize about worrying about offending me. Now, listeners, I don't know anything about that. I know I try to be as correct as I can possibly be while remaining true to me. So you're not going to offend me. Yes, sir. Um, no, I'm going uh, to shoot you straight. If I, I mean, if I. But uh, yeah. I. Mean, realistically i never thought i would do anything like this never was this a goal of mine i always thought you know lawyers and politicians are you know kind of scumbags that was just kind of my thought process well i I would agree with the lawyers for sure i I know that's not true there are good apples in all professions and bad apples in all professions but oh absolutely i mean there's i mean you know like those those old inappropriate jokes a blank a blank a blank walk into a bar yes sir if in the combination a politician is one of them they're always the butt of the joke i mean like you you rank lower than lawyers on the joke scale it's not a (laughs) it's not a good place to be career-wise so i never thought i'd do anything like this it was never part of me i never wanted but i i'm at the age where rodeo was ending and i was like okay kind of what's this what's what's life look like for wacy after rodeo i had graduated from college with um an undergrad in history and psych and then mm-hmm. in a very long roundabout way went on to get a count uh, a master's in counseling psychology and and while i was good at that it it really wasn't good for me i had a hard time turning it off if that makes sense especially in the public sector yes sir um so i i was like okay where where do i kind of where where do i go from here and and friends of mine were starting to have kids and i and on a kind of a big scale is like this is our nation and our not mine and yours but our community, our nation, going where I see it's good. If I was having kids, I was like, no, that's, that's, I don't think a lot of this stuff's right. Our, our political figures, if they're not fighting, they're not happy. I've said for a long time, a, a Republican big wig would drive a, a school bus off the cliff to prove a Democrat wrong. Well, and, yeah, you're right. And I think it goes, uh, uh, on the other hand, too, it's the same oh, yeah. same way. I mean, there, yeah, there's, Demo- there's so much hypocrisy between the left and the right. There's so much hypocrisy. It's it's unbelievable. Well, and 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 that's I I get asked a lot because I, I I started this as kind of a Republican and and thinking I was Republican. And the more I got into it, the more that hypocrisy you're speaking to is like, you know, you're no more right more correct than the other side you're both wrong and i exactly I thank you being a kid and my and arguing with my brother or doing something and my grandmother grabbed us up and said two wrongs don't make well she grabbed me up 
was probably the one being in trouble, but grabbed me up and said, two wrongs do not make a right. Right. Our politicians really need to learn that. Absolutely. I would agree to that. So, but I, I, I um, was like, okay, there's, there's got to be a breaking point where it's like enough's enough and just people are tired of the BS and the games. And I literally heard the state, the Republican state chair refer to politics as a, st- a team sport. And I about stood up and left because I wanted to say football is a team sport. Baseball is a team sport. You are dictating policies that affects people's lives. And if you think it's a game, you're bleepity bleep wrong, buddy. But but to, I think many of them, it is a game. It's uh, just, uh, politics is definitely not, not a fucking team sport. Right. But I... I, I I think many politicians see it that way. It's 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 the donkeys, it's the asses or the elephants. It's it's do red you, or blue. It's white or left. It's, it's do you whatever. think the, do you think these politicians are out just to make themselves better and make their pocket look better? Uh, uh, absolutely. I mean, it's ha- I, it's been that way for gosh before we were kids. Huh? It's been that way since we were kids. Right, but I don't think there was this. I, I don't know where the change was. At one point, our nation was founded by the best and brightest, and it was seventeen seventy six. Yeah, these men, and like it or not, it was white men that were landowners. Now I don't think it should be that way anymore. I'm not saying that, but that's who founded this nation. And they were the best and brightest our nation had. And slowly it's went from the best and brightest to the greediest and most corrupt. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't say white man. I wouldn't I mean I don't think huh? right thing. I, I wouldn't say white man. I don't think that's the right thing to say. Well, but I mean it was that's But that's what it was. I mean you're right. Nation. I mean that's your right. I mean you're all right on that, but But that's what I'm saying. I it doesn't there were not I'm not saying that's going to be taken out of context now that I realize that. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm trying to say is there was a select few that our society in 1776 said were important. Is that accurate? That's very accurate. They, they saw the future. They saw, they saw how a nation should be ran. So they dictated life to others. Oh, shoot. You got water everywhere. Those those men that did that were not they were the slaveholders, not the slaves. Hence the sentence. Boy, I feel like I'm digging myself a bigger hole. But no, you're not. No, you're not speaking mind, brother. You're fine. Anyway, the the idea was that these were the best and brightest, what I was getting at. And now it's we're we're electing the most corrupt and bass backwards individuals. That care we're more about we're like we're we're electing people that benefits themselves. You see, like right. exactly what you just said. Yes. It's all about their pocket. Just like Pelosi going to a hair salon to get her hair done, but you know what's good for the goose, what's good for the gander. Do what? When Pelosi went to get her hair done, for an example, as far as people in power, you right. want you want everybody to wear a, a mask, and you can't go to salon, and especially L.A. L.A. is on lockdown. But she can do that, but I mean, the citizens can't. How does that, what 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 makes that right? It, nothing. There's nothing right. Other there's nothing right about that. Exactly. Only the only thing that makes it right is if you are of the opinion that I am Speaker of the House, therefore normal laws don't apply to me, and that that's is not the way. That's not, that's not the way it is. No, that's not how this nation is supposed to operate. But right. that is how certain politicians operate and, I would say and most. well and i mean P- pelosi's an excellent example but you don't think for each pelosi there's a republican and for each republican there's a democrat like there i i'm an equal opportunity you're full of shit <laughs> and both parties are, have ample members that are like that yes sir is that i mean that's my opinion um yeah Anyway, I would agree that, with that. So, that, I, 
the, the essentially the the politics of this nation have got to the point where it's more important what side of the political coin you identify as rather than you just want the best for your fellow man. It's all about who you can, you're going to help me, I'll help you type of thing. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way. We should all be, all, we should all be out to help each other. Yeah. Well, and I mean, to a degree, I like I, I'm a big I'm a big believer that you can't take it with you. Right. Mm-hmm. If I was a super billionaire, I wouldn't be a billionaire for a long time because I'm going to give half the goddamn money away. And then I'm going to be like, wow, I still got billions of dollars. I'm going to give the other half away because I can't spend it in my lifetime. Why do I need it? But I do not believe government should mandate I give it away. Does that make sense? No, it does. You shouldn't be forced to tell you what you can do, what you can't do with your your own money. Yeah. Bullet, knock it off. Bullet just you got you got you got a bull. Yeah, but if you can't tell, my bull's name is Bullet, and he was kind of running into my pickup. That could be bad for your pickup. Well, it it yeah, it's not it's not it's not good for it. <laughs> um, so the idea that I I mean the idea that I guess going back to your question politics is our nation going the way it should be the answer to me was no when i decided to do all this stuff and if the answer was no then the answer is okay what are you going to do about it and that's kind of where i am now i'm doing something about it i'll never be the best pc speaker i'll never be you know mr politician but I'm probably the only one in this race that's got cows sniffing them in their face as they're trying not to cuss their bull for butting their pickup exactly you're a hard worker you're you're uh, I mean you're yeah you're a hard worker you got your own thing going on and you're not sometimes 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 uh, politics doesn't need that well-spoken person or I wouldn't even say well that's that that might be the wrong term I would say the uh let's shoot it like it is yeah don't, sugar, well, don't sugarcoat it maybe I, hey knock it off maybe I watched too many John Wayne movies as a kid but to me say what you mean mean what you say yeah put your money where your mouth is and let money where your mouth is yeah, and just let the chips fall as they may in life. Sometimes you're going to be lucky and good things are going to happen. Sometimes life's going to smack you in the mouth and you're going to have to think, well, that sucks. Now what am I going to do about it? Whether that's financial, emotional, job, whatever, we all go through our own individual hardships but I don't believe government should be bailing anybody out, whether you're GM or a sole proprietor. What do you think about the bailouts? Well, I think they're pretty. I. I got an opinion on bailouts. So I don't think anybody should be bailed out. I don't care that the airline should have been bailed out. I think that's something that Trump did wrong. I think that's something Obama did wrong. You're kicking I, you're kicking the can down the road on that. Well, I mean, because back in the day when we had smaller government, we didn't kick the fucking can. We took care of business. No, and and if you couldn't take care of business, you had a responsibility that, I'm sorry, to your Bank of America employees, our CEO was pretty crappy. We got way in the red. We got to let you all go. I'm sorry. Just like everybody else, they got lost their job. Because like here, so like why should the major corporate corporations? You were saying about kicking the can down the down the. Oh, we're, we're definitely kicking the can. We're kicking the there's can right now. A, there's not a single Bank of America open in San Angelo, Texas, in 2020. I think they all shut down this year. 
Obama bailed them out in 08. So what did that what did that teach Bank of America? Whatever they whatever structuring they did didn't work because they're all closed in San Angelo. All mm-hmm. it did was cost us the taxpayers money and hurt us in the long run because there's vacant buildings in San Angelo. They implemented these massive policing policies on banks that didn't allow the small banks to thrive. And if banks would have failed in 08, those small banks that were thriving would have flourished and they would have replaced Bank of America. But because of policies, they went bankrupt, not Bank of America, but now Bank of America shuts its doors. So what did that do? Nothing. Yeah, no, it's, I'm just adding a more specific kind of, like you said, kicking the yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, um, give, yeah. I, I don't know what you call them other than communism and socialism. I, I got interviewed by a guy and I was like, when you, he said something about the CARES Act. I was like, it's communism. What, what, and he said, well, when the government shuts your doors, I said, well, government shouldn't be able to shut your doors. You're coming at it as like, and I, you kind of use this example. I'm like, I'm not. What do you mean the government shouldn't it, shut your doors as far as independent companies go? Yeah. I mean, so. Yeah, no, they shouldn't. No, they're, they're, they have no right to do that. They did. And then they passed the CARES Act and they want to everybody to know they did something for them. But that's like somebody it. walking up, punching you in the mouth, and then wanting you to tell them thank you when they help you stop the bleeding. Does that make sense? Uh, it does make sense, but it's not right. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying it's right by any means. I'm highly. Well, I, I know you're not saying that. We're oh, just okay. bantering. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, not saying. No, okay, to, just, I'm not saying you agree with that at all. I mean, it's, it's uh, not right. But it. But then you. So then you have Republicans on one side, Democrats on the other, that are like, "Well, we want to give them twelve billion dollars," and then the others like, "We want to give them fifteen billion dollars," and then the others like, "No, we can't give them fifteen or whatever that arbitrary number is." But it's not their money to be given away. It's my money. It's your money. It's everybody who works for a living. It's their money that they're stealing from them to create a government program to legitimize the size of the government when the government should never have the power to be stealing from people at the rate it is. Yeah. I could not agree more. I feel like we kind of got into a ranting session and I still have no idea. We, we did. It's okay. It's, it's, this is what this is for. So, but, um, the, so, so are you, you're from Mississippi? No, 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 no. I'm from Texas. My mother's side of the family's from Mississippi. Mississippi. So where are you, where were you born and raised? Uh, Northeast Texas is where I was Northeast. born, but San Angelo has been my, my residence since, oh, what do you call it? Um, uh, I like San Angelo. I, I used to go there a lot. Fifth, fifth grade, fifth grade. In second grade, I lived in Brady. Second through fourth grade, I lived in Brady. Yeah, I got a brother I graduated from ASU. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got uh, a business degree there. So, I, am I allowed to ask questions? You can ask me whatever the hell you want to, dude. In, in your podcast, are yeah. you um are you in District Eleven? Uh, no, sir, I'm not. I uh, reside in Yoakum, Texas. I'm not sure what district this is. I'm originally from West Texas. What uh what county is Yoakum? Uh, Dewitt. It's actually split down the middle, straight through town. So it's oh. Dewitt and Lavaca. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. When I had a house out, when I got a, when I had a house out here, I'd pay taxes in two different districts. Oh no, kidding! Mm-hmm. What is what is your impression of the state of affairs of our nation? You said you said you thought Trump made a mistake by bailing out the inter- airline industry, and I and I totally agree. I think. No, I think he did. Yeah. I, 
I think it's be so. Here's here's a. I guess I'll go on another rant. So, do you hear all about green energy and hear commercials from like corporations saying you can get free energy and stuff for like weekends? Heck, my, Matthew McConaughey does one for Reliant Energy. Uh, we've been hearing green energy for years, man. Well, but you do you know the type of commercials I I'm talking about? Uh, I guess I don't. Okay, well, like Matthew McConaughey's like says something about you can get free Reliant weekends on his com- on this commercial for Reliant Energy, and there's there's a couple of different ones. I just I, I recognize uh, Matthew McConaughey's voice, and they got an armadillo as mascot. All right, all right, all right. All right. Yeah. Um, he. Um, so green are the these the way these energy things work to my rudimentary understanding is the government creates a program to subsidize green energy. Okay. Okay. That corporation then goes up and puts wind turbines on people's lands and then gives them, you know, because they're a company and they're using the people's lands, so they'll give them a check for the money that they're generating off the wind. But that turbine in itself is not a, again, this is my understanding, a financially feasible investment. Like it costs a hundred grand to put up a turbine. And these are, don't quote me on the numbers, but it costs a hundred grand to create this turbine and put it up, but it will only generate $50,000 in its lifetime. So you're, you're playing a losing game and and your commodity, your wind turbine, is not efficient or doesn't have the life or whatever to make it your company go in the green or black. Right. Yeah. So the way this happens is politicians will get together and say, we need to pass blank because we want green energy because my constituents want green energy. So then, okay, how do we make a green, green energy corporation financially feasible with a losing product? You subsidize it. How do you mm-hmm. subsidize it? I take your I take your income tax dollars. It's taxes. Yeah, I pass a bill that then redirects that funds those funds to a green energy corporation because they're green energy, and then that green energy corporation can say, "Look how good! Look, we're green energy. We're doing this. We're doing this," and I can give you a a, a break on your electric bill. All the while, your electric bill either stayed the same or went down, but your income taxes went up. Up, uh, you're not you're not paying. Any, there's no difference. You're paying the same amount of money. And what what happens is then there's a stagnation. Again, this is my rudimentary understanding. I'm no physicist. I'm no whatever. But simple supply and demand then dictates your company has no reason to be like cutting edge right it's okay to stagnate it's okay to be mediocre because the government's always going to subsidize my green energy core right or that was my impression from a a a meeting i went to and learned about green energy really it really took me by surprise because i did not realize that the way the green energy stuff was um, I guess being represented. I, I figured it was at least breaking even, but according to the expert, it wasn't. I'm all for green green energy. I mean, why not make the environment better? But if you want to get rid of completely get rid of all fossil fuels, that's that's it's impossible. You cannot do that. Well. The person that's going to get rid of all fossil fuels probably hasn't been born yet. You can't you know do I mean? it, and in the world we live in today, you, it's it's physically it's impossible. You cannot do it because those, for one, those turbines you're talking about, those blades that are swinging in the air is a byproduct from oil. It's carbon fiber. Right. You cannot get away from green. You cannot get away from oil. You can't. It's Unless you have a global reset, you shut this entire world down. There's no way on our, no way you can do that. It's impossible. Well, and it's the things you, the tools you use to feed your cattle. Everything is incorporated with oil. You cannot get away from it. Well, and that's 
that's why I'm, I, again, I go back to I'm a big believer in free market, right? Mm-hmm. If, if an oil company can make money, let them make money. If they can't make money, let them be bought out by somebody that can make that company make money. Mm. I, I, all in all, the more government control there is, the more the more ills that come about rather than the more benefits. Absolutely. Every time the government can put your hands in anything, it's turns into hogwash. Right. I'm all for green energy. I do think, I mean, I, why not make the environment better? You know, why not be progressive? But, but, but think about this. But you can't get, you cannot get rid of it completely. But it's just, it's, you can't do it. But is it, is it making the, inter, the world better? All right, I got a, I don't have one, but in this hypothetical situation, I got a Toyota Prius. It still needs four rubber tires, right? right. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Course. So somebody's got somebody still got to power the power plant to make tires, and it just needs, like the electric cars. It needs who knows how many stinking um, batteries to run my little Toyota Prius, and it needs it still needs the metal fabrication. It needs mirrors. It needs all, all the same components that a gasoline engine does. You're you're not creating a net gain. You're just a stalemate it's not any less carbon efficient if you will because it's not running on magic tires or magic you know what i mean yeah right so so if to me most of that stuff just hadn't been invented yet again i'm not if you want to talk about um psychology history i'm a lot better more uh, advance to uh, speak on that just because that's where all my education or a lot of my education is in mm-hmm. but it it ends up being a whole lot of I think publicity and <clears throat> excuse me propaganda well I think that the whole green energy thing that just goes that just boosted a, a, a certain political party and that's what they're going to run on Dude, but say again. There's no, I said, uh, as far as the green energy goes, that goes to a certain political party that they're going to run on. And well, they've been, yeah. uh, some of both sides have been running on it. They don't really have any substance or any actual answers to fix that, the problem that we supposedly have. To a degree, that goes back to my fundamental flaw with this system, right? You can't. Mm-hmm. So much of the problems are associated with one party or the other. Seldom does either party in and of itself have the capacity to pass a law without some members of the other party jumping ship and saying, yeah, we sign on to that. And what happens is, to me, in my rudimentary understanding of low-down politics, is a guy from... Texas or Kansas or something will want to get their bill passed and a gal from some other part of the nation will want their bill passed. So instead of saying, no, that's not in the interest of my constituents or no, my constituents don't want that, they'll just pass them both. You vote yes on mine, I vote yes on yours, and now we have... We can both take a political win back to our respective constituents. So, what good does that do, actually? I mean, come on, man. That's, that's flawed. Say again. So, what does what good does that do? I mean, that's... for for me and you, or for the the politician? I mean, politician. I mean, you got one party's agreeing to one thing, and the other one agreeing to the other, just so they appease each other. When what well, what does that do because... to the public? I mean, you use you call them a spade a spade, right? Use the Green New Deal and the Ag Bill, all right? If if you are AOC and I am Mike Conaway, I'm like, hey AOC, if you'll vote for my Ag Bill, I'll vote for your Green New Deal. Then two years from now, I go back home to Texas 
And I tell to all the farmers and ranchers, look what I got done for you. And she can go all up to the liberal yuppies and say, look what I got done for you. And we both have a political win that we can then show our voters what we did when all we did was cost them more tax dollars. That's why it happens. So how's that good? That's that's my rudimentary understanding of low-down politics. There's nothing good with that. When it it comes down to it, the people don't want to pay more taxes. I, I totally agree. But one bill helps me, one bill hurts me, and then the politician can say, look, I'm fighting for you guys and manipulate people's trust. I was asked, what's the, what's the biggest issue facing voters? And I said, lying, cheating politicians that use their constituents' trust against them. Because that's the problem to me is all the low-down crap that happens in Washington, not the... I, I, I don't know how much in baseball, did you travel all over the country or... I mean... I have a hard time understanding all the divisiveness. I really do. Life's pretty damn simple. There's the, the small things matter, and the rest people of that uh, the people that I've been with and been in locker rooms. We see diversity. We see all walks of life. What okay. we see in the what we see in media is totally different from the people right. you actually interact with. Right. I've I've never I, I've been to some of the most liberal places in this nation, and I've never met just people that hate me because I'm from Texas or, or think I'm this evil human being. No, they, they love people. Anywhere you go, they love people from Texas. Well, but, I mean, it's not just, it wasn't one-sided. It was just like, hey, man, like, oh, shit, you're, you know, you had a bad day, tell me about it, whatever. People mm-hmm. care about people, but politicians know how to play people's emotions against each other, in my opinion, and they do. And they play the blame game and they, they, that is the reason there's so much divisiveness in our nation. It's not because people are divided. It's because politicians use their power and their sway over people to rile them It's It's a media issue. Yes, I know it's a media issue. I could, I uh, wrote a post today confronting a media person. But at the same time, you, and I mean, think about it. We, I'm holding an iPhone in my hand, and I have more information in the palm of my hand than Leif Erikson, the, per, the first person to sail across, that we know of, the first person to sail across the Atlantic Ocean ever knew existed. It's all times, isn't it? Well, my point is, don't we, when you start to take everything at face value, that starts to be a problem. Like, if I told you the earth sure. is flat, are you going to believe me? Well, I could tell you right now, I'd say you're fucking full of shit, but <laughs> I also do my research. But there's a lot, a certain, lot of people don't do the research. No. And, and I, I mean, we all get caught up in doing our everyday lives and I'm not I'm not saying every person needs to be stuck in a library trying to research stuff but I, I, I disagree with that I think a lot of people need to be doing that nowadays because they get their fucking news from Facebook and Twitter and all that and they just say it they, they take it for what it is anybody can post anything well right and that's what I'm saying but but take it take that information for what it is that information was provided on a Facebook ad of a buddy you met once at a bar. That is not Encyclopedia Britannica. Right. That's a buddy's opinion that you met at a bar that posted something on Facebook. Whether you right. agree with it or not is not relevant to what I'm saying. Just take it for what it is. Yeah. It's not accurate. I mean, you said something about the media. Walter Cronkite's moniker was the most trusted man in America or the most trusted man in news. Do you know a single peer of yours that trusts what they hear off the news, regardless of the news source? 
Uh, no, I don't think I do. I, I mean, I have some family members I do watch the news and they believe what they what they listen to, but I try to educate to do your own research. But okay, so I, I really can't answer that question hundred percent. What? But what? I mean, what does that say about our news media when it's when the at one point one of the most important amendments if not the most important amendment that the press had the freedom to hold our government accountable well the media doesn't hold our government accountable huh the media doesn't hold our government accountable correct and it's 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 all there's like what two three people that actually own all the major news sources i mean it's it's all it's all uh the, the news is biased Right. And that's when you when you have to stop and think, should I trust news in the United States of America? That's kind of a sad statement. It is. When I mean, you're, 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 you're comparing yourself to Russia, uh, not Russia, to China when they actually there. I mean, there's jobs for them to report news that's not even relevant or it's, it's communist. Well, it's they're They become propaganda machines. Is, what right. I is, that, is that not what we're doing right now? Yeah, I, I would concur with that in many in many ways. But what I mean, but we're no better here, come, here becomes the pickle. If if you don't like the news, what's the answer? It, I I don't want the federal government dictating what the press should and shouldn't do. Ideally, the press would understand that it has some ethical conundrums. And they would take it upon themselves that when people are working on journalism degrees and in the field to really drill down on, we've got to be above reproach. The nation no longer trusts the media, and it's on all of us to work, regardless of what is spun out there, what another agency says, we follow through with our ethical commitment to present the facts in an unbiased way. I would concur to that. I, the answer is to go out and vote. And if you're have ways with your local politician or your congressman or your, your mayor or whatever, go out there and run for it, just like you're doing. Make change. Right. Well, yes. But what I mean is we kind of have to understand that if – Somebody like uh, I'd say. You know what Antifa is? To my understanding, they're saying they're oppressed and yada 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 yada. Correct. That's what I've been told. Yeah. Do what? That's what I've been told. Yeah. Okay. So, who is going to stop a rebellion in any large nation? I mean, honestly, this rebellion can been stopped a long time ago, but. It's well, not going. Uh, I, I, I don't understand what you're saying. What do you mean? Well, that's there. You're when these people are saying they're anti-government, they're actually their cause is strengthening the government on me and you. Yeah. Because the federal government is the, going to be the thing that steps in and says enough's enough, and now you all got to follow these damn rules. Yeah, hey, you're not helping the cause at all. So, I don't get into all the Antifa shit. I don't. I have my own opinions about that, and I'll keep them reserved myself. But all I can say is, you can't be burned down fucking cities to prove. No, no, and I'm not. not You can't do that. My point is, they're shooting themselves in the foot. If they are, absolutely. If you're if you're trying to say government is overreaching, you do that by doing it in a peaceful, civil manner, and you and you identify politicians that you agree with. You identify district attorneys and city attorneys that will fight for the for the good of the citizens within, not ones that will be a stooge of the mayor or the city council. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to get at there? Yes, it does make sense. Yeah, okay. 
Well, I agree with that. I don't have all the answers. It's 2020, man. It's wild times. Apparently, there's aliens coming. It's 2020 <laughs> is the year of the suck. It is, for sure. 2020 can be fucking pound sand. I'm not even sure ex- what ex- that means, ex- but okay. ex- Excuse my like pound sand, like yeah, it can get out of here. We got oh, enough okay. of it. Yeah. Anyway. So do you have any uh like social media or anything that anybody can follow to go vote for you? Because hey, you got my vote. Oh, well th- well that's good, except you can't legally vote for me. <laughs> no, I can't, but I can tell Stacy to. Half uh, Stacy. Uh, so <laughs> Just, I mean, if you Google my name, all of my social media is going to show up. My website's going to show up. Well, uh, plug it. What's your website? Plug your information. Uh, Wacy Alpha Cody uh, for Congress.com. That's W A C E Y A L P H A C O D Y dot or then for F O R Congress.com. Uh, email Wacy Alpha Cody for Congress at gmail.com. I, have, I, I created an Instagram. If you like looking at pictures of calves and cows and my horse, they're on Instagram. I haven't oh, yeah. taken, taken any political pictures from my Instagram. And then Facebook, it's just the same deal, Wacy Alpha Cody. Um, there's, there's a lot to read on there, on all of those. Or, well, not on Instagram, but on Facebook and um, my website. But that's with a purpose. I, I think we we need to start identifying people that give a lot of thought to issues, not just create one-liners. Um, yes, sir. That's why when people ask me, "What's your platform?" It's 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 not a simple pro this, pro this, pro this. You know, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, because. At 33 years old, I am not an old man, but I am old enough to understand life is not one, one-liners and bullet points. Life is gray. Life is hard, and life is, you know, interactive, and you have to adapt and change. And that is everything that government is not. Government is by the book, and it is black and white. And once you write a line in a federal code, it applies to all people, whether it should or shouldn't. I couldn't agree more, man, with you. Hey, uh, this is uh, uh, Wacy. You can catch him on what he uh, he just plugged there on his website. This is the Cuda Green Show. You can follow us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and your major podcast. Hey, thanks for coming on with me, dude. Heck, yeah. Uh, take care, and uh, I guess keep me up to date on how your show goes. Oh, absolutely. We're going to keep in touch. We'll do this again. For sure. Right. Sounds good.